everybody welcome to the show this is mouse i'm the married one down in san diego and the sing-songy one is wings <laughs> oh, she's yeah. the, the hot sister in hollywood doing her thing what are you doing oh thanks for calling me hot yes i appreciate it i haven't been uh oh yeah i was hit on recently Ooh, wait, yeah. what happened? All right, this is our love episode. We're going oh, to yeah. get to our, our topic of love, but I want to catch up real quick. But wait, so this ties in. Tell me, tell me what happened. Oh, I wish you would have kept talking. I can't tell you now because it's what I just told you off the air. Oh, and it's a well, sordid story about someone in the workplace. Sordid <laughs> story about someone. Uh, All right, let's see what else I got picked up on by... A guy who does not have whoopee with his girlfriend of many, many years. She's got mm. some kind of problem. Mm. And it was long hugs and a long talk about how he can't do it, but he loves her emotionally. And a long talk about he could probably have SEX on the side. And a long <laughs> like talk about that. how he thinks I'm really nice and great. Oh, lordy. And a long hug. <laughs> and I said, whoop, 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 whoop. And I went, what do you do with the, that? How did you? Yeah, you just ran out? Uh, yeah, I just made that sound. I went, whoop, 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 whoop. And then I ran <laughs> down the street. And I don't think he's attracted to me anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. You just killed it right there and then? That's all you have to say. Everybody do that noise with me. Ready? <laughs> do it with me. Ready? Then run with your Fred Flintstone feet, right? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make the sound of the foot underneath. And that's what sound came out. So I turned that into a story. Because it's like a... <laughs> I like that. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. God, anyway. How awkward. So you're going to stay friends with this person? Or is it going to be yeah, like... You know, yeah, you know. Fade away. You've got that's a lot fine. of these people. You have a lot of friends that have tip the scales at one point or another, confess their love, and then somehow you still keep them as friends. How do you do that? What happens? Uh, I don't know how many of those people... I think that a lot of... I don't know. You know how you have friends that are maybe... How do you say this in a way that makes sense? Who are adult people who kind of are like kids, and so when they have any person mammalian... Mammalia, <laughs> genus humanus next to him with boobies. <laughs> this is gross. Why would I say that kind of stuff? No, um, I mean, I get it. It's like kind of arrested development, young boyish brains that, yeah, have a friend who's I a mean, girl. I mean, there's a couple of just, I think, throwing spaghetti at the wall. This is a phrase that I like to use <laughs> because I think many guys do that. They just, their little wiener goes, bloop. And it goes, <laughs> and I think whoever is receptive, they're just like, and then so they'll cast a wide net of flirt, and whoever flirts back, they hone in on them. Yeah, like a, okay. um, the old pink torpedoes out looking for a submarine to sink, <laughs> a pink twink submarine to sink. Oh, this is getting great, just great. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? I mean, I yeah. think a lot of times, really, it's just 
Who's going to let you in the side hatch? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're so sweet and you like pay attention to people and actually listen and care. And so I'm sure that gets like turned into Haha, sexy girlfriend. And they you know what? A lot of people fucking talk a lot. That's what I want to say. True. This I is. am getting so tired of windbag people that are just like, wah, 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 talk to, hey, guys out there. And there's a lot of wonderful ones, but ask questions stop and breathe check your audience if their eyes are glazing over and they're drooling stop fucking talking (laughs) if they've fallen asleep yeah yeah your story ain't so great and just Uh. like be interested in other people besides yourself right there are back and forth god yeah it's exhausting and so many people do it i deal with it at work every day just like I'm going to talk about my stuff and my problems and my work thing and my thoughts and my feelings and just don't check in at all. And don't, and when you do finally start talking, they often just like go back to doing their own thing and will tune you out. And I'm like, I just listened to 10 minutes of your drip story. I have that too. I finally get a turn to talk and then their eyes go off into Never Never Land and they're looking at their phone and I'm like, really? This is how it works. This is the non-reciprocal reciprocation? (laughs) That's it. Exactly. Chapter in our book. Um, But, and this is the mansplaining phenomenon too. I, I get angry, and I'm sorry. I'm like one term. of those. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. just cut you off too. What a no, jerk! No, that's fine. I love you. Explain <laughs> it away. Explain it. Explain it. Yeah. So, what about this Valentine's Day episode? Woo woo! We're already oh, past Valentine's yes. Day, but well, we talked about it on our last episode. That I kind of wanted to hear some of your like past stories because we don't Yay. know much about the exes. And then it got me to thinking that maybe I haven't told my story yet either of how Dave and I met and our little love story. And so with Valentine's Day coming but then now it's gone because we had a busy week uh we would talk about love stories and how people met and all that but yeah i and then i collected a bunch of stories from our podcasting friends so okay this is perfect because we our podcasting friend um from deconstructing damsels is going to give us a story too so let's hear a quick promo from her podcast Deconstructing Damsels is a podcast all about romance books and why the heroine rocks. I mean, we all love the love story. We pretty much all have a crush on the hero. But what about the woman? Why are we not talking about her? What has she done in the story that makes it amazing? What makes her fantastic? What makes the story just so good? Listen to Deconstructing Damsels and I'll tell you. Sometimes they're a guest, sometimes I'm by myself. Other times you can have my fiance talk all the time. And that can be kind of fun too, especially as a newbie for him. The podcast is available on most podcatchers. And if you'd like to be a guest or you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Damsels Podcast or Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and at Damsels Podcast at gmail.com. Hope you listen soon. It's so sweet. I know. I know. And she has a really neat story. She has um, been through lots of different medical complications. Um, She has a great podcast. They talk about um, uh, romance stories, as you heard. And she tells us about her guy that she really feels like he saved her life. Like he, it's super sweet. So do you want to just jump into it? I can tell her story really quick. Let's do it. Um, 
she says that she met her guy Sven on OkCupid in 2013. Mm-hmm. He was a really good, empathetic guy. She had to defend against her parents, I guess. And she never felt like she had to justify her love of him. He's got a great sense of humor. She's deeply in love with him. And she even says that Jason Momoa doesn't do anything for her anymore after she's met him. Do you know who Jason Momoa is? You do, right? I have no idea. No. Really? The Aquaman guy from Game Mm. of Thrones? Mm. Yeah. I'll take it. I don't know who it is, but I'll take him too. (laughs) He's like a big Hawaiian looking guy. I'll take him. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> she says that her guy is even a tall mofo in person. So um, anyway, he uh, watches over me, watches over her, she says, at night via Skype to make sure that she doesn't die. How cool is that? And he's had to call EMTs because she's been unresponsive and he's noticed it. Um <gasps> totally her hero. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. He had to. Um, let's see. He had someone on Twitter called 911 because he couldn't do it from Germany as he was watching her one oh time. Oh, my god! Isn't that sweet? And what a great guy. Yeah, and he, like, pays attention to her insulin dosages and stuff like that. So it's, like, the ultimate, you know, in good and in bad times. And how does it go? What are the wedding vows? <laughs> we are good and bad in everyone. <laughs> in that one. Learn to live. So I just think that's sweet to be to find somebody who really is in sickness and in health and will stay by you and you know that's good stuff. So that's very encouraging. That's a good. Would you know? Do you know when? Did you ever put the guy to the test? Of like, My guy. Oh, he bailed when I got the flu. Oh or yeah. Just people in the past, like you could tell they wouldn't be there for that thing. Um, I would always ask guys that. They're, of course, they're never going to say. I feel like if I got cancer, would you stay with me? Yes. <laughs> if I got hit by a car and one, if I lost a leg, yes. I know. If I got a like burn victim in my face, yeah. Why are we doing this? Very freaking hypotheticals. I know. Do we? And they're always going to say yes anyway. I they know. Well, that's good. I didn't know everyone did that. I do that all the time. I I keep saying, yeah. If I got if I walked through a landmine and my arms and legs both got blown off, would you still stay with me? <laughs> just this talking torso? Would you? Yes. And then you can hang out with Brian Cranston. <laughs> that's right. Kevin Hart. Oh, we saw the, in the movie. Hit film, the Upside. We saw yeah. the movie The Upside. We brought the kids and everything. It was so good. Everyone needs to go see it. Isn't I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so good. It was great. really good. Really, really uplifting. Very cool. And funny. Cute. Was it upsiding? It was. The upside of life. It's, I don't know why I talk sometimes. All right. What's the next one? All right. Um, well, let's jump around. Let's do okay. your story. I want to hear your um, a fun story of one of your exes, of how you guys met. Which one do you want to hear? Mm. The guy that we talked about that's a funny story? or What about the person? one that you had to meet as an experiment okay he does not know this (laughs) okay and i've never told this person and i've known him for many years like don't give any hints (laughs) don't let him find out (laughs) (laughs) oh shoot okay i'll make it vague uh you and i worked together at the biotech company don't give a timeline (laughs) i'm just kidding kidding. (laughs) that's right (laughs) you had a friend who was a saxophone player if you remember this, he was an Asian gentleman. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yes. And he went to a weekend seminar, like Psy seminars. It was called PSI, like synergistic yeah. healing, something, this and that. And it was kind of like a landmark course where you 
We're supposed to, you know, face your fears and go for your dreams. And it all happened in a weekend. And he recruited me. And I went because I was all about that stuff. Like, yeah, sure. I'll go face fears. I forgot that's who you went with. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. So I went to this weekend course. And basically, I thought I was just going to hang out with this guy, the friend. And and then he's just like, thanks for coming. Bye. (laughs) And then I was left with like, you know, it's like 50 random people you don't know. And it was a whole weekend. Like eight hour days both days oh my god it was like three days you had to do a half day on monday or something anyway so we're there they do all this team building and things and then they partner you off with someone so you choose your partner somehow so i got partnered off with this guy dave who was like you know 45 he's this little doughy sweet man (laughs) it was like smiley and strange and we had to like go off and write down what our it was like Three fears that are big to you that um, are somewhat, I think you had to take them as the big fear and whittle them down to what's a tangible way you could approach this. And so you sat and did that. One of mine was like, you know, being in love with a super hot guy or something. Uh Um, Someone who was, you know, really handsome and that would be scary to me. Um, and then I can't remember what the other ones were. Okay. And so you had to whittle them down like, okay, what are a couple of ways that you could actually do this like tangible way? And then we wrote those down and then the leader guy was like, okay guys, so we're going to set your watches for an hour and a half. And, um, you wrote down the tangible ways to do that. So everyone stand up and you're going to get in the car and go accomplish those three things now. Go! Oh, we're like, what? My God. Like, go! Go now! Come back with it. We're like, ah! <laughs> so, so you and Doey Dave so, had to go do this? So awkward. Yeah. Like some okay. that, like 50-year-old guy. Okay, I guess we're going to go off and buddy up and go. So one of my things was like, okay, where am I going to find this hot guy that I have to... And I... My tangible way of, like, how to approach it was just ask a really cute guy to go on a date with me, which was terrifying. Oh, my this God. I was, like, 25. And I'm, like, okay. And I had all day, like, oh, where, the, where would you like to go find this guy? <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess I started at Whole Foods. I'm, like, probably someone I would, like, would shop at Whole Foods. Because they would be healthy and cute and athletic, maybe. And, uh-huh. and so we went to Whole Foods, and I... Oh, it was so weird. I had to, I saw a cute guy and he was like buying his pineapple or whatever. <laughs> and like, uh, he was checking out and I'm like, oh, and I was in cold sweats and I've got weird Dave with me just like, oh, oh, he's like your chaperone. Dad. Yeah. He's like my weird beard, like <laughs> pimp, like this weird, like investment banker pimp who's just like, with his shirt untucked and like weird... T- uh, he's bald on the top but anyway he's like my weird <laughs> chaperone the guy probably thought it was some kink party or something but i went up to him and i was like hi uh i just thought you were really handsome and i am just trying to be more bold and i just want to see if you'd ever want to go out on a date with oh my god <laughs> What? I was so nervous. Do you blush? And he was like, you, were you like, oh my God, I'm blushing right now. I'm fully too. blushing right now. This is so, I was, my hands are clammy right Me now. Me too. Just I just cracked some knuckles. It. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so then he was like, 
oh my gosh, that is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. He's like, I think that's awesome that you did that. And I'm so flattered. And I think you're really beautiful. I'm sure you're awesome, but I'm in a relationship. And I was like, okay, thanks. And then I did the... (laughs) (laughs) Ran out of there. And I ran down the street. But (laughs) it did feel good to like... Was was Joey Dave flapping after you, like running too? Joey Dave kind of does... He looked a little bit like Fred Flintstone. And he did have very flat feet. And he did like... Open toe sandals. It sounded like two hamburger patties on the sidewalk. (laughs) (laughs) But he kept up with me. It was the whoop, whoop, whoop of the... (laughs) (laughs) Nice point. Wait, here's what it sounds Listen. Tell me that's your lips, your cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Pink dirt. Oh, God. Okay, cut that out. (laughs) This is getting way too weird. <laughs> okay, anyway. Do you want me to just stop there? No. Well, then what happens? Okay. Because then you got a guy out of the so, whole thing. So I had to go accomplish this big goal in the next 20. I had 20 minutes to do it. So that failed. And then, so I'm like, I guess, you know, old Dave was like, where do we go next? Where's the next place you find a guy? <laughs> Hey, the reason I'm mean to this Dave guy, by the way, is he ended up screwing me out of some money. Yeah, so you guys I don't feel bad. Got in a business about... later, and yeah, he was a jerko. So. Yeah, Doey well, Dave, it a is. little bit. Yeah, I got. I have to be nice enough. I had a lot of good experience. We start. There was a startup film company that I was a part of with him, but yeah, I should let it go. Anyway, side note. <laughs> so that's why I'm talking more shit because he deserves it. I also just burped, and it, I could taste all the. The venom. Solid dressing. Sorry, yes, the venom. Okay, he had to do one where he had to, like, to be vulnerable, it was, had to roll on the ground and with a happy face going, screaming at the top of his lungs, one of his favorite songs, which was like, going to wear the road or go to Winslow, Arizona, got seven women on my mind. And he was rolling on the floor, screaming, seven women on my mind. Kimmy. Rolling. No. Why? That was, that was of, a fear? Because he had to, like, get out his exuberance for something, like, find elation in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so all I can... What? All I can think about is the face. When's the virus rolling around on the floor? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> okay, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my fast-forward sound. <laughs> and I go in... And I've got weird doughy chaperone with me. <laughs> and once, by the way, that is the funniest part of this whole thing. Like, okay, so I eyeball a guy who's cute. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there's a cute one. I'm like, okay, I think I found my guy. We've got 10 minutes left. You had to report and back. And then, oh. but Dave, he's kind of like one of those guys that just sort of has loose lips and stares off into space a little bit when you're standing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go do it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm going to go walk over there right now. Okay. And then I was like, ha ah! And he was just like kind of staring like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, should I go now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. And anyway, it was just like, it was, tr- imagine like you had your best friend and you were like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. But then you just have this guy who's there. That's your yeah. beard yeah. And, or whatever you like your sounding board and anyway <laughs> you want your girlfriend there like, to pump huh, you up huh. and send you out yeah. into, the, into war and yeah this is like an asperger like weird <laughs> friend <influence. laughs> anyway um 
I got to get off that. But I am mad. Anyway, uh, so there he was. And I walked up to him and I said, hi. Uh, basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. We'll just cut to I probably said the same thing of like, I'm just wondering if you'd ever want to go out sometime. And I think that you seem nice and I'd love to go on a date. And he was like, wow. Oh, well, okay. Uh, but sit down. Let's talk. Let me get to know you. And I was like. I can't. I gotta go. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, here's my phone number. I'm sorry. I'm in a hurry. But uh, I gotta get back. You're you're my experiment. Oh, no. he knew. So that was it. And then he ended up calling. And then we went out a couple times. And there wasn't that make out attraction. So we just became friends. And then we've been friends ever since. Uh-huh. And he's married now and all is well. Uh-huh. Look at that. Uh-huh. So there you go. And the the moral of the story is be bold. Did it help you in the long run? Did you feel like, okay, yeah, I can do this. I have not done anything like that since. Oh, really? It's but you're so, so successful. You had two yeses. Just one happened to be busy. So All right. There you go. This is good. There's a reason why we're doing this podcast, I guess, right? To remind yeah. you of those feelings and those successes so that you could go out and do it again. Let's do it again. All right. Ooh, I like it. I'll be your I'll be your doughy Dave this time and I'll <laughs> I'll send you out with more gusto, okay? I promise. Let's do Would it. You please? Let's do it. Okay. <gasps> Let's do it. We could even record it. I could secret record it. You're making me tingle now. <laughs> Are you serious? Let's do it. I just got all like, wow. Yes. When your show doing? wraps up in March or whatever, oh. I'll come up there and we'll do a weekend of um, Oh my god. We're going to well, then I'm making you do something like sing karaoke, a vulnerable song where you get glassy eyes. Oh. Whitney Houston. The oh. greatest love. That's the worst, That's man. your fear, huh? What is that? Is that a phenomenon? Why do people cry when they sing? Because that happens to me every time. It's hard not to. And I'm I so embarrassed you, by it. Why? Does I that have a name? It really, it's called... Um, <laughs> tweet Sweet. <laughs> I know you're going to say something shitty. Oh... Uh, <gasps> Okay, no. all right, fine. I'll do it if you do Tweet it. tears. Yeah, Wait, I'll do it. Tears? I don't care anymore. The older I get, the less I care about shit like this. Like, I don't care if I get embarrassed. Good. So it's all good. I guess I don't either. Well, I just now I'm like, ah, whatever. Mm. I don't even put the energy into it anymore just because, like, ugh. Well, you're in the land Dang. of cuckoos Landed also. fruits and nuts. Yeah, yeah. But we'll find someone. I think that'd be fun. All right, do you want to hear my story really quick? Yeah. Okay. Or no, let's do mom's story. We have mom telling her story real quick. Oh yeah, mom uh, met her cowboy Denny. Yeah, this is our stepdad, second second marriage for her. Yeah. So she told the story. She was in town last weekend, and um, I sat her down and got the story because I knew we were going to do this. So all right, here it is. Well, I am here with my mom. She came down to San Diego from Temecula, and we spent Valentine's Day together, didn't we, Mom? You know, my daughter bought me a beautiful facial with massage, and then we went out for Greek food, and now we're home. It's wonderful, with chocolate. <laughs> with chocolate um but we were talking about valentine's day and i told her the theme of our episode is how we all fell in love how we met our significant others and i just wanted to record your little story because i think it's so sweet with you and denny so we heard the one about dad back in college university of arizona all good but now this is this is the love the second love of your life 
Yes. Or yeah. on the more love? I don't know. What do you think? I uh, The mature love of my life. That's true. Yeah. Um, there was a guy that I was dating who took me dancing at this church. Um, what year was this? This was in 1995. And how long had you been separated from dad? Uh, three years. Okay. Yeah. And so this guy took me dancing at this church uh, hall thing. And I knew where it was and all. And I stopped dating that guy. And then I decided that I would go. I saw the lights on. And I decided I would stop at that church because it looked like a dance. And sure enough, it was. I walked in. And then I was worried about seeing that original guy. So... I um, hid behind this really cute cowboy who had a cowboy hat on. And he leaned back. I don't even think that he looked at me. He just leaned backwards and he goes, well, little darling, who are you hiding from? <laughs> and, and I go, whoa, this guy's got the lines. Anyway, um, he asked me to dance. But he didn't just say, will you dance with me? He goes, have you checked your dance card? Do you have a place for me? Oh, and, the romantic cowboy. And I said, well, I got to see if this other dude has got a girlfriend with him. And he goes, I can save you the trouble. He came in with that girl. And I go, wow, okay, the guy's observant. So anyway, I had other guys that I had promised dances to, and he had to wait. And finally, when I got around to dancing with him, he was a fantastic dancer. Oh, he had you at one step, two step? That's it. Oh. It was it. And he, oh my gosh, he had dated a professional dance teacher who taught him about a frame and rhythm and the whole thing. Oh. So she had done all my work for me. How long before you did he date her? Oh, a couple of years, I think, before long enough to where he knew that he always tells young men if you want to always have girls waiting for you learn how to dance because they'll just think you're wonderful mm. so anyway um we danced and then we walked out in the parking lot can i just explain what your face looks like it yes. is so scrunched up Aww. with squinty little happy Aww. smiley eyes and not Aww. that you're wrinkly but you have great smile lines right Aww. now because she's thinking about her true life oh yeah. i do like him a lot <laughs> so then we went out into the parking lot and i was gonna park company with him and he goes well if you're not too busy we could go out and I go oh okay and I thought oh geez he's gonna ask me to a bar and that's so not me and he goes I'll take you out for apple pie and ice cream and Aww. I go oh, I like this guy <laughs> so we went to a little cafe in my hometown Danville and then it seemed like the more he asked me out the less I accepted dates from other guys hmm. and then September, it was Labor Day. He said, Why don't we have a picnic and invite our friends? And I go, Okay. So, he how goes, long was this? Sorry, I forgot. This was probably a year after we had started dating. Okay. And um, he said, I'm going to go out and buy some stuff for the picnic. And he was gone for a while. And 
he came back and we went to the city park and we were all cozied in and everybody was kind of anticipatory. And weren't you like, isn't that suspicious? This like lonesome cowboy also wants to invite all his friends to a picnic? <laughs> he was less than lonesome. He had a lot of oh. friends in California. No. So, no. But, but that was not typical to have no, a huge... No, he was right? not a party art Didn't you organizer. Think, did you know? You must have known. No, I did not know really? what he had up his sleeve. So anyway, I was getting up to go to the bathroom, and my girlfriend said, no, no, wait a minute. And I go, what do you mean, wait a minute? I mean, like, we don't accompany each other to the bathroom. And then all of a sudden they go, look up. And I looked up, and there was a red and white biplane pulling a banner behind it that said, Joyce, will you marry me? Aww. Aww. <laughs> and then, I mean, it was so romantic. And he was dressed in a really stiffly starched white cowboy shirt and just looked so handsome and then he handed me a rose a velvet rose and he goes here this this was in case you said yes and I opened it up and in it he had taken a horseshoe nail and um bent it into a circle And that was my engagement ring until I went and picked out what I wanted because he knew he'd never get it right. So (laughs) it was my temporary ring. And it turned my finger green. But I still have it and love it. That's so so cute. That's my story. And then how much later was it until you had the wedding? Uh, Let's see, September to February. Okay. And we... um, Got married February 11th, and we had a big Grange Hall in Danville and invited all of our friends, and a lot of my friends were athletes, and so I hired a guy who taught line dance lessons and who danced with all the women whose husbands or significant others wouldn't dance with them, mm-hmm. and we had hay bales, and it was really yeah. fun, peanuts on the table, and... And this yeah. was back when um, uh, Miley Cyrus, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus was big, right? right? Boots Good Boogie. And That's it. Everybody the... was doing line dancing. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and before that all began, I surprised him by sitting. I sat him in the king's crown seat, and I sang to him. That's good. And, yeah, and he is surprised. He had never heard me sing. And while he sat there, he had tears rolling down his face. He's a poet. He's a romantic. I do like him so much. So anyway, that's my love story. How about you? What about your Valentine story? I'll tell it at another time. (laughs) I just want to get yours right now. But um, how many years has this been that you've been married? 24 now. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah, he's up in Idaho right now while I'm down here. He had to go up for the week. And every conversation is, you know, it's really lonesome around here without you. I don't like it here without you. And how many times did you guys call each other on your anniversary when you were apart? Seven times. Okay. Does does that like <laughs> worry you at all, or no. that's normal? That's cool. Well, our what convers- do you talk about sometimes not much. Yeah. Sometimes it's just checking in. What'd you have for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you sleep last night? And yeah, what's on the agenda? And 
Yeah, but then other times we talk a lot. Like today, this morning, we talked a lot, like 15 whole minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you just it's just kind of checking in with Aww. each other. You know. So what's the secret of love? What's the secret of success in love and marriage for you, Mom? I think it's learning not to control the person that you live with. It's um, appreciating the, their souls, what they're all about. The other stuff is kind of superfluous to that. And not to say that we've had a perfect uh, marriage. We've had lumps and bumps along the way, but we were both committed and we worked those out. And now it's smooth sailing and we just are great friends too. He's my pal. Yeah. And I think that's, I took that lesson from you and David because yeah. you're, guys are really good friends yeah that's how it feels it's yeah yeah being able to laugh together and enjoy a lot of the same stuff and, but still have your own thing too, right and take breaks and right and you know. i i read somewhere heard somewhere that if you're still laughing with the person you're married to then it's a good thing right. and i do we get we get tickled at the same stuff and yeah that's good yeah I and know. hold hands a lot that's a huge one. Humor is a huge one. So. Yeah, it is. There you go. All right. Life advice and mom's love story. Thank you, mom. You're you guys welcome. are very cute together. And happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. Is it Valentine's or Valentine? Well, I heard Valentine. Okay. But I often hear Valentine's. Okay. Maybe we should do a fact check. Yes. Okay. Fact check. Bye, mom. Bye, babe. Fact check. It is Valentine's Day. The standard spelling of the holiday that falls on February 14th is Valentine's Day. Valentine is singular and possessive, so it takes an apostrophe S. This is how it is spelled in edited writing everywhere. The day is named after St. Valentine. It is his day, hence the possessive. Mine! Pretty well matched, huh? Cute. Yeah, super cute. So they're very sweet together, and we have fun with them. And they, they have fun together. They're just a sweet couple entering retirement together, and it's nice. So I'm very happy that she found her second Isn't that exciting life. when you see someone who yeah. loves their partner? Do you love your partner? Yeah, and, and finds love later in life. Yes, I found my love uh, when I was 21, I think. So, yeah, do you want to hear my story? Yay! <laughs> nice setup. All right. Uh, Dave and I both were kind of interning, part-timing at this biotech company. So this was, I just about graduated. So October 94, we met. He was home on break uh, from UC Riverside, and he would work on breaks at this biotech. And he worked in one lab. I worked in another down the hall. And uh, he was wearing a tool t-shirt. And that band, I knew, and our mutual friend introduced us said oh Dave you got to meet Joel mm. Joel this is Dave and I said hi oh tool I love tool and that was our first conversation was about stupid Maynard of tool but, uh, <laughs> yeah who you know no you Warren. know who do you know I from tool ex knew him or his uh, Josh Freese plays yeah. and the drummer played with tool and all there that. you go so then he came back at another break and we would start hanging out in a big group of friends because we were all 21, 22, you know, finishing college, started playing corporate baseball together. I thought he had a cute tush. He was a, a pitcher Sick. at University of Riverside. 
And um, I just kind of set my sights on him. I just let him know that I liked him. I was flirty and he was kind of flirty. And But then he, he was dating this girl at work. And she was like one Ooh. of the high up boss daughters. Um, Susie, do you remember her? Wiley's uh-uh. daughter. Anyway, yeah. So he was one of the founders of the company and, you know, the whole thing. So they were dating and I'm like, ah, well, you know, we'll just be friends and flirty friends. But finally one night he walked me to my car. Susie had gone back to school in Texas at that point. And he walked me to my car after some work thing. And we sat in my car for a little bit. And at the end of the conversation, I said, you know, this is fun talking to you. We should go get a beer sometime. So see, this is the thing. Girls have to let the guys know, like, yes, I'm open to it. And then that, like, kind of plants the seed and they know. So he said, okay. And then I guess he started, at that point, he tells the story that he started thinking about breaking up with Susie because he's like, hmm, this is interesting. And we all went out dancing one night. We went to Rich's, this gay bar out in Hillcrest. And he was hanging on to me for dear life because he didn't want to be hit on by a dude. (laughs) So he was making it real clear that he was straight. I don't know. And at the end of the night, we all went back to my little cottage and... Somehow he said, well, you know, since we're such good friends, everyone had left by that point. He was the last one there. He's like, friends kiss, right? And I said, sure. And so we kissed. And oh, my God. That was his line? That, yeah, something like oh. that. I know. I should ask him. But, um, yeah, and then I guess the very next day he called Susie and officially broke up with her after our, our kiss. He oh, my says, gosh. He says he broke up with her before, but I remember he did not. And I was like, ooh cheaty cheaty but he was like on the way out anyway mm-hmm. so then yeah we were together for I think two years at that point but then we broke up because he was being lame and like going oh that was the thing so two years later Susie came back into town and then our buddy Lee was always trying to sabotage us because I like Ugh, I was the girl right he got the girlfriend now he doesn't hang out anymore so he was always trying to like mix it up and get us to fight. He was a finky guy, huh? Yeah, he had a lot of issues, but he set it up so that Susie came into town and that he and Dave would take Susie out and go play pool together, and, like, I wasn't invited. And it was a Tuesday, and he didn't come home until, like, 3 or 4 in the morning, and it was just, like, so rotten, and and I just had to break up with him because it was like, you can't do that to me. And so I threw all his stuff out on the front lawn, Called Did his you parents. live together? Yeah, we were living together at that point. Called his mom, said, I'm, it was nice knowing you. It was like, yeah, three or four in the morning. She still talks about that. And Really? Yeah, and we broke up for quite a while. And then we started hanging out again as friends. Like Kinda how long later? Got back after. together, like a year. It was like a year break, I think. Do you think he hooked up with her? I don't know. It's likely, yeah. It, I don't know. Right, I know. So, but he was my guy. Like, I was just like, ah, I can't quit you. I just, like, had a thing for him. I just, I don't know. And so we would slowly get back together. Were we friends? Were we not? We finally started calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend again. And then it was official. And then we got to where it was like, shit or get off the pot. What are we going to do? And I was getting like, come on, we got to move this along. Are we going to, like, get engaged or what? And I think we were, you know... 26 at the time or something like that and he went to Europe on this family trip and 
supposedly the story is he was shopping for a ring he was in a swiss jeweler store looking at engagement rings and it just didn't feel right he knew he had to break up with me and he came back home and took me for this big walk by the beach and we sat down on this bench and he broke up with me he's like i just don't have that passion i need that passion and i was just like blah and this is when you lived with me in la jolla and we dad had just died i mean it was like a country song it was bad do you remember yeah. talking me through that for so long it was yes awful it was so then it was really another sad. two years we didn't talk it was done like he was dead i figured that was it forever and ever dated a friend of his which was no bueno but I was like, well, it's his choice. But you guys were working together this whole time. Yeah. Like, and through we all of this, together. you were at the same freaking company. I don't yeah. know how you did that. Yeah. I would be devastated. I mean, really, how did you... I'm devastated, and I never want to see the person again if we yeah. break up, and especially if he broke up with me. How did you really move on? I No, actually, no. He wasn't there at that time. He had oh. left. And looking back at it, I see the big picture now, he was figuring out what he wanted to do with his life and his career. So mm -hmm. to buy a ring for a girl and to marry someone and be able to provide for her when he wasn't even sure what he wanted to do because he had done, you see, he got a four-year degree, bachelor's degree. Then he got a post-bac pre-med two-year thing, but he wasn't sure he wanted to go and get a PhD. Then he thought about being a dentist for a minute. Then he thought about being a doctor. Then mm -hmm. he finally landed on going to law. So it was kind of all during that time he was having that turmoil of what path should I take. So that's when he broke up with me. He left the company and he went to become a patent agent. So um, started law school after that. And then once he was in law school and just about to graduate, it had been two years. I was dating his friend. This was crazy. I knew this guy wasn't my guy, right? This friend of his. And mm -hmm. I had to kind of finally call it at two years i was like eh, it's just not working he was cute for me. but you didn't feel it yeah. yeah he was not a great fit good 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 guy but it just wasn't there that magic thing and so i finally just had to break up with him i remember that night broke up with him took a bath that night i was sad i was crying in the bath i was feeling bad about hurting him you know it was really sad and went to bed just like all, you know, swollen and red eyes and sniffly. Finally fell asleep. And then at midnight that night, my phone rang and it was Dave. And he just <gasps> said, hi, honey. Just as if no time had gone by, like two years, uh, we hadn't talked. And I said, hi, what are you doing? And my first thing was, are you drunk? Why are you calling me at midnight? Yeah. And he wanted to, um, he said, well, you know, Chris and Becky are getting married, and I want you to go as my date. And I said, what the, what are you talking about? What's uh -huh. going on? I'm like, did you talk to, and I named the friend. Did he tell you we just broke up? He said, no. Uh, I'm like, oh my God, that's weird. So it was like the universe just put us back together. It was very strange. And Whoa. Um, I said, okay, I'll go to this wedding with you, but we have to pick up where we left off. Like, ring shopping. Like, I'm not doing this again. Like, I'm not going backwards in time. We got to move this thing forward. I'm not getting hurt again. And he said, okay. And I said, what? What? Yeah, he said, okay. I'm like, you're going to buy me a ring. He said, yes. And 
I said, I'm serious. Like, if I don't have a ring on my finger by the end of this calendar year, like, I gave him a date and everything. I'm like, nice. I'm not doing this. And he was like, okay, fine. And so, like, we, this was a long conversation. It probably took till two in the morning. So, like, two hours of talking. I went to bed, woke up in the morning, and, like, six in the morning, I'm like, did that happen? Is that a dream? Whoa. Did that really happen? So, I called him again. I called him at six in the morning, woke him up. I said, do you remember what we talked about last night? He's like, yeah, I'm going to buy you a ring. I'm like, okay. <gasps> so then, yeah, we reconnected. I went to the wedding with him. This is like him. the ghost of girlfriend's past. It was This crazy. is like a real rom-com. <laughs> write a book, Isn't that write cute? a story. And yeah, and we were together ever since. And he proposed to me at the end of the calendar year. I gave him till the end of that year. And it was 2003. So he proposed to me on Christmas Eve, 2003. Damn, wait Idaho. till the last minute. I know, I know. In the snow, snowboarding together up in Wyoming. And yeah, and then we got married five months later and baby nine months later. So we we were just, yeah, on that whole track. And I guess he, you know, I'll get the story from him someday, but he kind of is like, well, I don't remember. He likes to forget the fact that I like kind of held his feet to the fire on the ring and the whole thing. He, I'm sure that doesn't sound so great, but... I don't know. I kind of had to at that point. I'm like self-preservation was important. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. So it's like my Aww. Cinderella, non-Cinderella story. It was very not normal. But anyway, I want to go through the ones our podcast friends had. Okay. Um, let's see. We have our friend from Her American Story. Very cute podcast. Um, she met her husband in the Grand Cayman where they were attending medical school he sat behind her in class. Their eyes met when uh, she handed him the sign-in sheet, and they've been together ever since. Oh, what's so her name? One. Um, why don't I have her name right here? Shoot, I didn't write it down. Sorry. Orca. All right. Um, then we have Dan of You Watch, I Listen podcast, and he describes yeah. it. Yeah, Dan. That they... Um, went to a huge high school and he so he calls himself um he was a troublemaker a punk ass he was suspended all the time and that she was super smart all honors classes and she was on her best behavior and so they went through high school together kind of knew each other but then later um they found each other via a dating app it was just like by chance that they saw each other and she messaged him just joking around and they started catching up Uh, They decided to grab a drink and see a movie, and never would he have guessed that they'd end up dating, let alone together for almost four years. Now they live together, they have a house, they have two cats, and the whole deal, and he always tells her that she is his light at the end of the tunnel, and there's no one that he has more fun with on a daily basis than her. Oh, I love that. That's nice. Um, Let's see, Cassie of My Worst Date podcast she met her husband through a theater group. He did her headshots for her when she needed them for a love hair show that she was presenting, and they instantly clicked. So there's something Whoa. about that, like that instant, like, rare, you know? Did you with Dave? You did. Yes, huh? totally. Wow. He was super cute, wore his little hat backwards, had his little ripped shorts and his tool t-shirt, and just had this yeah. little cocky grin about it. I just loved it. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh, still do you're all fired up it's he's cute you know what can yeah. i say um all right casey of the lit flicks podcast 
Um, she met her husband in high school 18 years ago. Their best friends were dating, so naturally they all started hanging out and were friends for four years before they started dating. And they've been married oh. for 13 years this <gasps> July. So I love that where it's just a natural friendship going into something. I know, I know. I think that gives such a good background. I don't know. Yeah. That was Dave and I too. We just had that like group mentality first and kind of mm -hmm. all hanging out, getting to know each other. So that was good. That's great. Yeah. All right, so this is a funny podcast. Hashtag the No Offense Show. You can follow them, H-T-N-O-S. Um, he says he met his lovely wife and co-host. They met in high school. She came to a party at his house. They hooked up, and they've been together ever since. It's been 19 years this year. And he said, hashtag the one night stand that didn't leave. So that oh my was gosh, I love that. For um, Matthew at one foot under says that it was 2 30 a.m and her car needed a jump so he Ooh. stopped to help thought she was gorgeous and he asked her for her number 14 Ooh. years and three kids later we are happier than ever oh um jason our buddy jason of shit happens when you party naked which is Ooh. a hilarious podcast it's very not safe for work though but super super fun and funny um, he says that, okay, here's this quote, like many Chinese imports, mine came over in a shipping container, second best online order I've ever made. So that, is that true? Wow. No, I don't think oh. so. He's that way. I mean, he's very not safe for life, but <laughs> all right. Not, oh, yeah, no. It was, well, I thought because some people do come out over in the shipping containers. <laughs> I don't think so. I yes, mean, they do. really? What? Yes, from other countries, they would they hide in the shipping containers, and a lot of them die in the trip no, over. No, she's not. Yes, like many Chinese imports, she's not Chinese. I know what they look like. I mean, Jason, clear this up for us. If there's something I don't know, please fill me in. But I think it's a joke. I think he's kidding. <laughs> okay, I think sorry. this is like Amazon. All right, um, let's see. We have the We Do Stuff podcast, and he says I met her at a mutual place of work at a hotel. He was asked to go help clean something up. He had to, she had put too much soap in a dishwasher in the executive lounge. So he walked in, there was soap and bubbles all over the floor, and it was so cute. Oh. It's kind of like girl, Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, also <laughs> with Matthew McConaughey. See, okay. real life. All right, Hugo Torres, he has a cool podcast. Um, look him up by name, Hugo Torres. She was the cute blonde who walked in late to History 101 in the fall semester. I was the poor and struggling young writer who had a thing for blondes. She gave me the time of day, and I took advantage of her, her lack of taste. And here we are. So. Oh, I um, love it. Let's see, and then my last one. This was a fun one. Um, this is from One Star Bazaar Podcast. Um, she says, my husband and I met playing World of Warcraft. His, his guild needed a tank for a raid that one of my... I need a tank for my raid. <laughs> yeah. He raided her tank. His tank raided her. Uh, guidelines, one of her guidelines happened to be in. She joined in, they became friends, and they met in real life after almost a year. We got married less than six months after that, and did a lot of our and a lot of our guildies came to our wedding. Oh, okay, not Aww. guidelines, sorry, guildies. I don't know this this speak, but sounds fun. So, World of Warcraft love. 
So I, I want to kill D. Right? Yeah. It's kind of all over the place. I love it. Aww. All these different ways to I love time. this. I mean, just stories of love right? and how you stay together so long. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. There's something. But it's got to all be just that thing where you click, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the chemistry. It's the story. Similar backgrounds. I mean, all of it. But. But you never know when you're going to find someone. But we're going to get you a guy. I'm super excited about this. Okay, March. Oh, let's boy. pick a time and we'll, we'll go up and do it. And we'll report I'm back. I'm not worried about it. It'll be a whole thing. It'll be fun. Okay. Okay. All right. Yay. I love I'm you. S- my palms are sweating. I love you. <laughs> Happy post-Valentine's Day. Happy post-Valentine's. And to all you folks out there, may love hit your heart. That's may- and your tummy make a fart. <laughs> Just couldn't do it. Couldn't leave the word oh. heart hanging out there, could you? I know, you can't. Oh. But, um, and even if you don't have anybody, just loving yourself Absolutely. is the most important thing. Seriously, that's the bottom line, is being yeah. happy with who you are. And if love finds you, great. If not, great. You're You're good on your own. And this is where we cut to you. Sorry, I cut you off, but we cut to you singing the greatest love of all. Oh my God! The don't. greatest love of all. Uh, how does that end? The greatest love of all is happening, happening. to you. No, wait. Nope. The whole point is that it's to love yourself. Learning oh. to love yourself. yourself. It is the greatest love. Oh, don't leave me hanging there. I hate this shit. All right. Bye. Glassy eyes. Glassy please, eyes. everybody, subscribe, follow. Um, we really need subscriptions, so please click subscribe, whatever you're doing. Bye. Bye. Live to the moon.